1: كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترون الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسألن يومئذ عن عين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته. start with the إن <imitate vardır> <adaki>. <hautheart> ثم كلا سوف تعلمون كلا لو تعلمون علم اليقين لترهن الجحيم ثم لترونها عين اليقين ثم لتسالن يومئذ عن النعيم صدق الله In the surah I will go first inshallah with the uh, with the uh, with the translation, the translation, and then we'll go with the details of the surah, how it was uh, revealed, and then inshaAllah we'll go over how it applies to our life. Because remember the purpose of studying this, is to see how this surah built the personality of the sahaba of the how this built the the, the the goal of creating that personality which, which was transferred from you know a non-Muslim to a, Muslim, to a Muslim, from complete transformation of a personality and this ayah was one of the early ayah that was revealed in Mecca during the, uh, during the early days of Islam. Now there is different, uh, uh, sort of, uh, saying when it was revealed. Some say it's part of Al-Medina, was revealed in Al-Medina. And that's like two of uh, two people are uh, talking about it that was revealed in Medina. But the majority, the majority of the Ahl agree that this surah. And when we go over the details of it, it was actually revealed in Mecca, even in early in the early stage of the Dawah in Mecca. The why they say it was revealed in Medina is that two uh, tribes in Al Ansar, two groups of the Al Ansar, they were competing with each other. And they start counting their numbers. They start counting their numbers. How many people in this tribe, how many people in this tribe. And then they start they get to be equal and they start to go to the graveyards counting how many people died. So they are counting in the numbers. So this, that's what from the Tafsir says that these are tribes in Al-Ansar. And in other, uh, in other books of the Tafsir, it says these are also two tribes in Quraysh after Islam, after Islam. So it's revealed, what happened, that's why they say the argument that it's revealed in Islam because it was narrated that this surah was revealed because of these two tribes, one in al- two tribes either in the al- Medina or in Quraysh, who are after Islam, they were competing in numbers and bragging about the numbers, who's better than the other, who has a big number in, the, in that tribe. So they start counting and then they went to the tribe to the to the graves and start counting the graves. That's why they say the surah is been, is been revealed, revealed as a Medini surah. But the majority of the scholars and the Mufasirien and even the companions, Radiallahuana and when they order the surah, say this surah has been revealed in Mecca. Because the contents of the surah and the ayat that talk about it, it talk about something related to the aqidah. It's a principle related to the aqidah. Which is building some ideas for Muslims in the early stages of the da'a which we'll go through with inshallah so let's, let me just go ahead and start with the with the literal translation of the surah Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim You are busy with getting more and more You are very busy with getting things, piling things up getting things more and more in this life, anything that you get money, uh, wealth, uh, kids, anything Anything that you think of, you are busy with it. You are busy trying to get out of that more and more. حَتَّى Until you visited the graves. Now, either you are busy until you visited the grave or you're busy until you are actually dead and you went to the grave. And we'll see the details later, inshallah. كَلَّا سُوْفَ Indeed, you will know. Indeed, soon you will know. ثُمَّ كَلَّا سَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ And again, again Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يجب في المنجد Indeed, soon you will know. كَلَّا لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ عِلْمَ لِيَقِينَ Indeed, if you will know and you, if you will know, you will know with the truth. You will know with, with with the trust with. لَتَعُونَّ الْجَحِيمِ Once you know, then you will see the fire. So something that you will see it in the front of you. ثُمَّ لَتَرَوْنَهَا عَيْنَ الْيَقِينِ Again, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is repeating that. That again. again. You will see it with your two eyes. You will truly see it, which is seeing the hellfire. ثُمَّ لَتُسَأَلُنَّ And then, and then you will be asked about the mountains. You will be asked about everything that you get in this life. That's Na'im, anything that of comfort, anything that of joy, anything that's a blessing you will be asked about. It. So this is just a literal translation of the Ayat of Surah al takathur And let's go in the, in the details of them, one by one. Al-Hakum Al-Takafir Al-Hakum, the word Al-Hakum is from the word Arabi Laha, and Lahu and lahu has been mentioned in the Quran many times, and the word lahu means that you are getting unworried about anything. You are getting heedless, so you're you don't You don't care about anything else. That's what lahu. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the Quran in many ayat, in many ayat talks about this life. He says in Surah Al-An'am, بعد بالله الرجيم بسم الله وَمَا الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا لَعِبُونُ وَلَهُمْ Indeed, the life, this life, is just a play and lahu. And له means it's just, uh, it's, it means that it's just something that distracts you. From what? لَعْبٌ وَلَا الْدَارُ الْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ لِلَّذِينَ يَتَّقُومًا And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Then الدار الأخرة, الأخرة, that's where the khair. So you have lahu where you are neglecting or forgetting and not concentrating on what you're not concentrating on. What leads you to the dar al akhirah, where you have a good life in the hereafter? So the lahu is what neglects, what makes you neglect an important thing, what makes you not worry about an important thing. That's what the word lahu. So alhaqum, there is something that makes you. Neglect and ignore and not concentrate on something that's more important. Alhaqum at At takathur is gaining more and more. Trying to pile things that you love more. Build it. Get as much as you can of something. So that's what at from kathura. Kathura which is getting more and more. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in says, Al-Hakum meaning that it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not make it specific He did not specify what Al-Hakum and what's Al-Takathur He just says Al-Hakum So He made it common He made it not specific Anything that might divert you and might not have you concentrate on something which is you need something that's very important in this life that you need that's something Al-Had. al takathur is what's. Also, the word al takathur means anything, not specific things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not specify in this ayah what part of lahu, what part of neglect, what part of neglect that will, is actually meant by this ayah, and what type of takathur that leads you to neglect things. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not specify that in this surah. He left it open. He left it open. Anything that might divert you, anything that might lead you away of what's important in this life, what's important for you in this life, then that's Al-Hakum al Anything that's important, anything that's important in this life, that you stay away and you don't concentrate on, anything that diverts you out of that, that's Al-Hakum al Look at in quraysh at the time when the surah was revealed the Prophet sallallahu was struggling and calling for Islam he was calling for the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calling the people to accept the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but they were busy with other things busy with life busy with the trade busy with competing with with poetry busy with anything busy with You know, building, you know, being strong men who can fight, busy with being generous. These things, there are some of them that are good, and some that's not good. But they are busy with it, so they're not thinking of the message of the Prophet They're not thinking of what the the Prophet and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wanted from from them at that time. When Allah Subhanahu wa Taala talks to them in the Qur'an, that they have to worship Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, that they have to worship Him only and take him as Rabb, they were busy with something else. They're not paying attention Something else is distract, distracting them from that message. Something else, whatever it is in that society. And we know, when we go and read in the history of the Seerah, you will find what it is. It's a trade, it's, it's business, it's uh, people getting money, uh, having many kids to build the tribe, because that's tribalism. You have to build a tribe, they have to be strong, You have to go be trained on the horses, how to use the sword, all that stuff is getting you busy. You have to compete in other things in life. But you are missing the most important thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to concentrate on. That's the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted from Quraysh to understand it from this ayah. That you are missing the main point of your life and the most important thing in your life, and concentrating on things. And you will not find that until حَتَّى al الْمَقَابْرِ When the moment you go and visit المقابر, the graveyard, when you visit the graveyard, you will find out. When you visit the graveyard, you will find out. Now the علماء mufassirin talking about the visit. Is it a visit, a transient visit? Like, <coughs> You will go and to the to the to the grave and uh, during the transient period when you are dead and then you will find out and you will end up to know at the day of judgment. Some start discussing about the grave punishment, if there is that transient period, if there is the grave punishment, the grave punishment in that. But the main thing is Hatta means you were busy in everything in this life. Distracted about from the main objective and the main goal and the main message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to get from Muhammad sallallahu alaihi at that time. And you were just until you visited the graves. Until you died. You were busy until you're dead. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here comes and says, And indeed you will know. No, you will know. Imagine this, imagine this, we're a society that's so busy with the dunya, so busy with things that so adore to them. They love it too much. They love what they They love the money. They love cars. They love weapons, to pile weapons. They love to create anything that's good for them in this life. They love it. And they're not concentrating on the main objective of their life, which is what their Creator wants. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, someone comes and wants to remind them, remind them of the reality. Hey, wake up. You're like a drunk. You're like someone who's sleeping. Wake up. This is what the message. Someone comes out crying, crying loud, saying, al You've been doing all of this. All of this is is, is distracting you from there, from the main objective. All of this is distracting you from the, from the main goal in your life, from very important thing. It's all distracting you. He's reminding them out kind of loud. Hey, wake up. Wake up from this. Imagine that. And all you remember the story of the Prophet when he went to the mountain in Mecca. And he started calling Quraysh. Start calling that's, that's not related to, the, to this. I yeah, but that's, Imagine that it's the same situation. Someone trying to wake up the people. Hey, people wake up. You're busy. You're busy with something that's not important now. You're busy with calling for a civil state. You're spending all your time calling for a civil state. All your time. All your wealth. Everything that you have trying to call for a civil state. And you don't think of something else. You don't think what a civil state is. You don't get into the details to understand exactly what a civil state is and what it means. It means rejection of the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're busy calling for freedoms. All type of freedoms without limits. You're busy calling for democracy. You're busy calling for what so-called women's rights. You're busy calling for the West to intervene in Syria. You're busy with all of that. Yes, go. It's busy. But wake up. الهاكم التَّكَاثِرُ You're looking for all of these things. Remember, a as we mentioned, it's anything. Anything. Because it's left it's generic. It was not specified in this ayah. So anything that might distract you, distract you from the haqq, from the truth, from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants from you, is أَلْهَاكُمُ التَّكَاثِرُ You are calling for a civil state, and you're not calling for the establishment of of Islam, of the deen of Islam, that's al Hakum al You're calling for what so-called women's rights, which in complete contradiction with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants women to do accordingly, that's al Hakum al You're looking for piling money, to pile money and be rich, and accumulate both millions and millions and millions without giving it the rights that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala imposed on you, that's Al-Hakam al takathur You're busy with having many kids and you're not taking care of them as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants and you're not taking care of them and teaching them Islam and creating them as Muslims. Teaching them to be strong and to be carrying the da'wah of Islam and not being Muslims. That's Al-Hakam al again. That's al-haqam al And everything that you think about in our life, that's al-haqam al That was at the time of Quraysh, That's at our time here. We the Muslims here in this land, in this land here, we have many forms of al-haqam al Looking for money, looking for work. Money, I want, the best. I, want, I want the best job, even if I work 24 hours. That's al-haqam al I want the best car. I'll work for it. I'll go and borrow money for it. I'll go for a bank. I'll take money. That's what happened with the Because you're not concentrating on the more that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. I need just created jinn and man just to worship me. That's a worship. And piling money is not worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It doesn't mean that you should not be looking for money and seeking money. But there is you know, There is time that needs to be put for the important things. And that's where the ayah is. There is a time that needs to be put for important things, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that time, hey Quraysh, listen to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Listen to what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying. Otherwise, you will not find that it's good
0: unless
1: it's too late. Unless and until it's too late. It will be in the, in the grave, which is too late. ثُمَّ Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again repeats that. Indeed. Again. You will find out. So it's a warning. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Think about it. It's a warning for the people. Whether it's people at the time, Quraysh or for us now. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, You will know. Indeed you will know. You are busy right now with things that are really important. Indeed you will know. I warn you, you will know. And again, I will warn you again that you will know. So, you will know at one point, you will find that all of this was distracting you. كَلَّا لَوْ تَعَلَمُونَ عِلْمَ الْيَقِينَ كَلَّا لَوْ تعلمون علم اليقين. Indeed. One, at one point, you will know for sure. So, the first one is warning. I'm warning you. I'm telling you that you will know you will know. Then, comes the third one كَلَّا لَوْ تَعْلَمُونَ Indeed, you will know for certain and for sure, you will know. But what? The ayah stops here. But what? What do I know? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is, is assuring Quraysh and the Muslims who are listening to this ayah and us who are listening to this ayah that you will know and for certainty you will know. For certainty you will know. But what you will know? What you will know at that time? One is in the grave, he's dead. What he will know at that time? He will be thinking of his deed that been done. He will be thinking of what I was busy with, what I was doing takakur with, and competing with other people with what? was something that's not going to help me here in the grave is something that's not going to help me in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the Day of Judgment. Something worthless in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he will start thinking, if I go back, if I have the chance to go back, if I have the opportunity to go back, I will change. But in the grave, it's too late. In the grave, it's too late. That's why the Prophet sallallahu Prophet وسلم, said in a hadith that you visit the graves because visiting the graves. تدك- sorry, the hadith said, Remember the one or the thing that kills your desire, that destroys your desires. And what's that? That's the death. The death when you are at the grave. All the desires that I have, I want to have the... I want to be the best. I want to have a lot of money. I want to have many cars. I want to have the best house. I want to have the best Mercedes ever or BMW ever that was made. That's desires in us. Every human has these desires. I want, I want to have something good. But then comes a regulator which is Islam, comes and regulates all of that. says, yes, you have the right to go and have these desires and you have to fulfill them. But you don't have to fulfill them, you know, all spending all your time just fulfilling, fulfilling these desires. There is something else you have to worry about. Yes, fulfill these desires. And if you are rich and you can afford a Mercedes, go for it. But don't have 100,000 Mercedes or 100 Mercedes. That's the Catholic. If you are rich and you have money, go on and do it. One. But don't have that. the most important thing in your life. There is priorities in Islam. At the end of this surah, we'll be we talking about the priorities in Islam. The priorities for us as humans. That's where we have to set our priorities right. So, حَتَّى زُرْتُمُ Then when you are there, you will be certain. And you will have a certain knowledge. And a certain علم, and that علم is, it's too late. You spend your life busy with doing something that's worthless in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You spend your life calling for civil state, for democracy, which is worthless in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Worth nothing. It's wrong. It's false. That's what it is. In the grave, if you spend your life and you die and you're doing that in the grave, you and at the day of judgment, you will see that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will not like that, and you will be reminded by that. So come on, remember. كَلَّا Then you will see in your eyes, your own eyes, you will see the jahim, the hellfire that you will see in your own eyes, hellfire. So it becomes a reality. You have been busy all your life, competing with things that are worthless in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wasting all your time in, 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 in dunya, things that, that distracted you from reading the Qur'an, and understanding it, and understanding what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted you, and not from this message. You spent all that time doing something else, something worthless. Indeed, you will you will go at the day of judgment, you will see the hellfire. Then Allah is again emphasizing that, saying that you will see it. You will see this in fire in your own eyes again. Emphasizing that it's a reality, it's going to become a reality. At the day of judgment, it's going to be the reality. If you are doing al al at the day of judgment, Jahannam, seeing Jahannam, is a reality. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. And then, on that day, you will be asked about all kinds of bonuses, all kinds of joys and comforts. You will be asked about it. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is going to ask you about that. Everything you will be asked about. In a hadith, al mentions in a hadith about this. He says, خرج رسول الله صلى الله هو بأبي بكر وعمر فقال ما من هذه الساعة؟" قال الجور يا رسول الله. The Prophet sallallahu he went out one night. Then he found Abu Bakr and Abu Umar, and Umar, radiyallahu they're sitting. He asked them, why you're out of your home at this time? It's late, why you are out? It's not, ma what brought you out of your home right now, at the time? It could be maybe in the middle of the day, where it's in Medina, it's hot. What brought you out of this time Which is Somebody will be out We're hungry He said then I am also out Because of the same reason the Prophet is hungry too Stand up Come with me Then he went to the house of one of the Ansari. And he wasn't, the man wasn't in the house. And when the wife of the man saw the Prophet ﷺ, and omar, so she said, Adam was welcome. الله الله وسلم, then when he asked, the Prophet ﷺ asked her about her husband, she said, He's bringing water for us. If الانصاري, during this discussion, the man came. Then he looked to the, the man, came and then he looked to the Prophet and Abu Bakr and Umar and he said, No one who has, who has best guesses, guests, guests than me today. So he's going to serve the best guests in the world. Prophet and Abu Bakr and Umar, they are his best guests. Then he went and he brought them dates, different kinds of dates. And he gave it to them. And he said, Please go and eat. Then he took the knife. <citing> and then the <b> Prophet told him, don't slaughter the haloub, the haloub is the, 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 uh, the cow or, or the sheep that's producing milk. So that's something you benefit from. So go and slaughter something that that's, you are not benefiting out of it. So if you have something that's, that doesn't uh, produce milk, that doesn't produce milk now, you can go and slaughter it. There are many ahkam shariya just out of this iyaaka you know, the fuqaha when looked at this, they came up with many ahkam Sharia. It's not the time to go into the details. Then he slaughtered for them and they ate it from the sheep. From, from the sh-. They ate and they drank. And then once they are full, then the Prophet told Abu Bakr و Omar, وَالَّذِي بِيَدِهِ لَتُسْأَلُنَّ عَنْ هَذَا الْيَوْمِ with the one who is my life in his hands, you will be asked about the na'im, the goods of this day. Whatever you have eaten, at the day of judgment, you will be asked about it. أَخْرَجَكُمْ مُنْ بِيُوتِكُمْ الجوع. You went out of your homes because of hunger. And you did not return to your homes until you have these blessings. So you will be asked about these blessings. That's what the Prophet said. the blessings of dates and eating meat from a sheep. So, whatever they ate, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask them about it. That's, It's general, general, general. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala left it open. Any bounty, anything that you have and you get from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will be asked about it. In another hadith, in the same lines, but there is an exception here with the Prophet So the the Prophet وسلم, uh, he was with with Umar, and then they ate the dates, and uh, yeah, they ate the dates. Then the Prophet said the same thing that you will be asked about what you have eaten now at the day of judgment. Then Umar asked the Prophet Are we going to be asked about this? And he just hit it hard on the floor. Are we going to be asked about this? The Prophet said, نعم, yes. إلا من ثلاث You will be asked about all these bounties except from three. كسرة يسد بها جوعة Which is bread that will just satisfy your hunger. If you are hungry, a bread that will satisfy your hunger. أو ثوغ يستر به عورة or a dress that cover your عوة أو حجر يأوي فيه من الحر والقر أو حجر يأوي فيه من الحر والقر or a house that he will you know, have a shelter in during the, uh, during the winter when it's cold or during the summer when it's hot so these are the three things that the Prophet ﷺ give an exception give an exception about it these are three things the basic Needs. Remember, this I said basic needs in Islam. The Prophet ﷺ gave an exception that you will not be asked about these, but you will be asked about how did you come up with them. That's a different question. That's a different thing. If I go and get my house through a river, I will be asked about it. I will not be asked about that, okay, this is my base, this is my house that I
0: live in. I will be asked that I used river to get that I took a loan,
1: a haram loan, and that al-wudriba to get that house. How will I will be asked about that. How do I get? Hadith Prophet Prophet again discussing things that that will be asked about. The Prophet says that وعن علمه فيما فعل وعن ناله من أين اكتسبه وفيما انفقه وعن جسمه فيما ابتلى. that the act at the day of judgment he will not be going to the jannah or the fire. لا تزول means will not his leg his foot will not be moved حتى يسأل until he is asked about his عمر about his life فيما اثناه عمره how he spent it. His life, how did he spend it? عِلْمِهِ فَعَلٍ And about his knowledge, the knowledge that he gained. What did he do with that? Did he keep it to himself? Did he spend all the time reading the Quran, reading the books of Tafsir, reading the books of the Hadith, and kept it to himself? Or did he he convey that message? Did he convey whatever he has learned correctly? Did he convey that? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask him about that. وعن ماله من أين اكتسبه and it is his money from where he earned it وفيما انققه and where he spent it did he earn it halal? or he earned it at الوريبة? or he stole it how did he get all of that money where did he spend it did he spend it in, the, in, a, in a good cause or did he spend it in haram? he will be asked about it at the day of judgment وعن جسمه فيما أبلا. and about his body how did he use his body was he a tyrant? Was he an oppressor? Or he was giving mercy and merciful with the people? All of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is coming to us. So, Thumma la tus'alunna Anything that you can think of, you will be asked about. Anything given to you in this life, on the Day of Judgment, you will be asked about. So this ayah, this surah, and those ayahs, they're not specific to Quraysh. They're not coming specifically to Quraysh at that point. They're coming to Quraysh and to the Muslims themselves. That, hey, you will be asked about all of this time. And then here, there is a concept. In this ayah, Thumma an A basic concept on the Aqeedah, because that's why I said this Surah is the Makki. Because the Makki Surahs, they have to do with the Aqeedah, with the Rabb, the light. The concept, ثم لتسالون عن النعيم, you will be asked. You will be held accountable. The concept of being held accountable at the day of judgment. Accountability at the day of judgment. That's part of the Aqidah. That's part of our deen that I'm held accountable for everything that I do. I'm free to choose. I'm free to do any action. So I will be held accountable for that. On that, on that day, for everything that I have done. So it's the accountability. That's an accountability. For every Muslim or non-Muslim. So this is Surah. This is Surah to the environment that is what it revealed in. The Prophet ﷺ, Prophet ﷺ is calling the people for Islam. Calling people to accept Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the Rabb, as the legislator. But they're busy with many other things. Busy with many other things and paying attention, not paying attention to the Prophet, doing busy with the trades, busy with with with, with gaining with lively things that are worthless and in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, comes this ayah. Comes this ayah which provides tranquility to the Prophets, to Prophet and to the Sahaba. Don't look at them. They are busy with this they are busy with this dunya. They're gaining a lot of money and you are poor. Don't worry about that. They will be asked about it. They're busy looking about that. Don't worry, continue with the message. Continue calling for this message. Continue calling for this deal. Don't worry about them. They're looking for building, you know, buying horses to build their army. They're training themselves to be so strong so they can fight. Don't worry about that right now. Don't worry about that right now. Go and concentrate on the message. I want you to concentrate on message which is calling for this deen. I want you to convince the people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the rock. I don't want you to go and build now to be strong. That's the early days of the da'wah. The early days of the da'wah. You can't go and hit someone, you can't go and fight. That's not allowed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prevented the Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from using anything that's material. At that time, that was not allowed. Yes, they're buying horses and they're buying swords and everything. Don't worry about that. This is not going to be good for them. Concentrate on this message. I want you to concentrate on this now. So, Muslims with the Prophet feel good about that. This is something that gives them tranquility, gives them energy. That you are on the right path, don't worry about all of that. Once they go to the grave, they will see that this is worthless in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They have missed the train. They missed it. They did not follow you. Even you were weak. But they did not follow you. You have the right. You have the truth. Concentrate on that. Don't worry about all of this dunya on what's in it. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who provides in this dunya. And your rizq, your rizq, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has written, you will get it. Regardless whether it's Billions or millions. You will get it. Don't worry about that. It's not the time for it, right? Yes, work, but also concentrate about priorities. Because those, we Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about people who were busy with the dunya and forgetting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Busy with the dunya, forgetting Allah. We here the Muslims who are concentrating on, you know, the best jobs we want, we want to be the best example to our kids in terms of, you know, being nice to them, being good to them, Yes, but there is something else. There is Islamic personality. These have to be taught Islam. If I'm so nice, being nice. Yes, okay, that's good, alhamdulillah. But there is Islam that, that my kids have to learn. This is Islam that they have to convey. They are the messengers. They are the messengers who will be carrying this Quran to the whole world. They need to understand this Islam. And it's my job to go and teach them that. So they are proud of it and they are talking about it and they are spreading and showing yes this is the truth civil state or anything that's non-Islamic is nothing it's just this is the message concentrate on it this is what it is this is what the Surah talks about it talks about people who were very busy with the dunya at the time of the Prophet wasallam, at the time of my grandparents at the time of my parents and now and in the future until the Day of Judgment. There will be people who are, who are like that. But do we want to be the ones who will be at the Day of Judgment seeing Al-Jaheem? Or we want to be the ones who are safe and they don't see Al-Jaheem. They see Al-Jannah, inshaAllah. We want to be in the people who are seeing Al-Jannah. The people who are, don't care about what's in, about competing in this life. We don't want to be that. We want to be competing for this Qur'an, competing for carrying this message. Because that's what the Sahaba did. And that's what the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam encouraged the Sahaba to do. So this is the Surah, Surah at And this is the sort of the environment that it was revealed in and how it applies to, to our life now. With that, I will stop here, inshallah.